1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. We're so pleased to have you listen every week. We've got many, many faithful listeners who tell me when they come into the office. I listen to the show every week. I look forward to it. Well, we look forward to being able to provide some useful information that will help protect your family and protect your money. That's what we do. And give us a call anytime. Uh, Ray, Peter, and a lot of folks at uh, USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858 is our number. And we have a number of different operations in the building that we occupy. Uh, we have Lancelot Inc., which is the law firm run by attorney Tenny Lance and Michael Coleman. We have a property and casualty agency called Lance Family Insurance Agency. And the superstar of Lance Family Insurance Agency is with us this morning. So good morning to Cheryl Marciano. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Sunday listeners. And uh, Cheryl's also known as the chicken lady, for those of you who might have heard her before. <laughs> uh, she raises chickens. Mm-hmm. and uh, she talks to them, and when she goes out to the yard and feeds them, they follow her along like a little troop. Yes, they do. So how many chickens do you have now? Ten. Ten chickens. Yeah, one passed away of old age. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm just getting a call that I can't answer right now, but um, I just want to tell you that uh, Cheryl is truly an expert on matters relating to Homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, car insurance, motorcycle insurance, boat insurance, and most importantly, virtually every single case that she looks at and quotes, she's able to save money. And I've seen some really important information recently, Cheryl. Um, Let's give the telephone number, first of all, if you have that handy. I'm not sure whether you do. If not, we'll uh, call 508-998-8858, and uh, we can direct you over to Cheryl. Here's something interesting to think about, ladies and gentlemen. If you are not looking at getting quotations literally every single year, mm-hmm. you're probably right now paying a lot more money for car insurance and homeowner's insurance than what you really need to. Mm-hmm. And what happens, I've noticed over the years when you're dealing with some agencies, is every year slowly your costs go up and you don't pay much attention to it. It's not a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's number one. The number two thing that happens is that if you don't go out of your way to ask about discounts, what discounts are you entitled to, then you're not getting all the benefit that you're entitled to and you're paying too much money. So if you go to see Cheryl and give her uh, an opportunity to look at your quotations, your Mm -hmm. declarations page they're called, she can run similar quotes. She can ask you questions about whether you are uh, a veteran, whether you belong to AAA uh, car, for example, um, or some of the other benefits, whether you have a bundled package as your homeowner's policy in your car in the same bundle. Um, do you have more than one car in the family? Do you have good driver status? All kinds of discounts. Mm-hmm. We're going to go into some detail and talk about discounts. If you're not looking at discounts, you're paying too much money. If your current insurance agency is not talking to you about discounts, they're not doing the job for you that they should be doing. Mm -hmm. So you might think that being loyal to your insurer is really uh, a a very important thing, but Consumer Reports 
uh, did a study uh, looking at all the insurers in the state of Washington, and they found that nearly half of the insurance agencies gave zero discounts to people who had been loyal to them for 15 years. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. So uh, loyalty discounts vary differently by state, Mm -hmm. but the only way you can find out whether you're getting the best deal is to compare quotations. And I guess, Cheryl, you don't have to wait until the end of a policy before it expires to look for quotations. Oh, absolutely not. Um, You know, be your best advocate. You know, you got to ask the questions. Um, Over the years, lifestyles change, people change, Um, you know, uh, premiums. Are, it, it, are it's a calculation. So a premium is your base rate plus surcharges minus discounts, and then that becomes your premium. Okay. So if you aren't looking into certain discounts, um, you're losing out. And it's it's sometimes it's just a matter of um, who you donate to. Are you a teacher? Are you in a union? Affiliation discounts like that, like, like military, like belonging to an affinity group. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Um, sometimes if you have children and say you have adult children who live at home, um, many companies out there um, offer a good student discount. So okay. you provide their grades every semester and they get a good student discount, but it affects the whole policy. Wow. If you have a child who lives at college, the risk there is they're at college, they're not driving around in your vehicles. There's a student away at college discount. Have you ever heard such a great thing? No. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful idea. Exactly. You've got to help those parents who are paying those tuition bills. So our main topic today that we want to talk about is discounts and dogs. Discounts and dogs is the theme for today because, Ray, Go ahead. we just finished up Clear the Shelters, which happened uh, August 17th and 18th, I believe. Yeah, just this a little while weekend. ago. Yes. So t- tell us what uh, Clear the Shelters is about. Because I sort of heard about it after the fact. I kept seeing yeah. news stories about animals on news stories, and I couldn't yeah. figure out why. Uh, it's a state. Well, you know, um, this country is in crisis with the shelters. The shelters are full. Um, animals can't get adopted. Um, so on and so forth. So Clear the Shelters is a state, and I believe national, um, and it happens once a year, every year. Okay. Um, where Usu- usually in the summertime? Clear. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, clear the shelters. Did that result in a lot of animals being adopted, dogs and cats and so forth? From what I witnessed on the news was thousands of animals were adopted mm. the week of clear your shelter. Well, that's nice. I know one of our uh, other uh, co-workers in the office recently <laughs> adopted a little dog who recently, when uh, she came to the office for the first time, what kind of a dog is it, by the way? Well, little Kiki was my foster. I was her foster mom. Okay. So um, she uh, came to us uh, about 30 minutes away from being euthanized. Wow. So she, um, she got that last reprieve boy. So she was scared. She was tiny. She was frightened. She was only four and a half, five pounds. She may have been abused. Um. I or believe, abandoned. yeah, um, the, the owner sadly had passed, which is exactly what happens to a lot of animals in shelters. You know, they're loved for a long time, and their owners either go into a nursing home situation, hospital situation, 
or they pass away and nobody else can take the animal. Mm. So lots of animals in the shelter are not there because of bad behavior. Oh, okay. And that's, you know, that's kind of a myth. People think that they're there because they were unwanted. No, my mother once had a cat from hell. <laughs> um, when you would go visit her, the cat would jump up onto the counter and then from there to the top of the refrigerator and it would just spit and scream at you. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't go near this cat. Only my mother mm-hmm. could go near that cat. She let you know she was a one-owner gal. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, but you bring up an interesting point because um, we do a lot of work with attorney Tenny Lance. And one of the things that she does is she creates language in her trust documents called pet trust language. Mm-hmm. And so if you, particularly if you're uh, living alone and you have a pet, What's going to happen to your pets when you're gone? Um, you can provide for that in a trust document. You can say, I want to leave to my trustee X amount of dollars. This is what I would like to have done with my, my dog or my cats or whatever when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And I want this money to be used to support them, make sure they get adopted, all that kind of stuff. So think about having a pet trust or pet trust language mm-hmm. if you're a pet lover. Absolutely. Very important to think about because we'd like to say many people say, you know, they don't outlive us, but sometimes they do. Sure. And you want to be able to to take care of and prepare them because otherwise they would end up in a shelter and not because of anything that they had done. What do you think the longest living animals are, Cheryl? That would be, you know, this is a little people. This is a trick question. I know the answer. As pets. Oh, I'm pretty sure that it is parrots parrots or cockatoos or turtles turtles yes oh yes turtles can be um can live to be over 100 years i don't know too many people that have turtles running around I in their do. house you do i <laughs> do of course you do <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yep. Yeah, i know uh, um, why actually, would you want a pet turtle she they love it it's beautiful yeah does it have the run of the house i uh, i think occasionally but uh i don't even know if it's a he or she uh but they have he has his own room oh room cheryl's making this big wide gesture with her arms as she's <laughs> describing this i'm wondering if this is the size of the turtle or what she's <laughs> going to come up with next but uh interesting hmm. mm-hmm. so i wonder do you diaper turtles no never mind we won't no, go there, we won't go there. <laughs> right. but parrots so. certainly live a long yes. time amazing so, you haven't heard my favorite parrot story, Cheryl. Uh-oh, here we go. So um, I had a very good friend. She's passed away, unfortunately, and she and her husband had uh, three pet parrots. Mm. And then they got divorced. And what do you do with the parrots? Because they both wanted the parrots. Oh, boy. And they ended up dividing the parrots. One got two and one got one. And part of their divorce decree uh, was... They had to create in their own will or their own estate plan language that said if one of them should die, the parrots or parrots they had had to go back to the other spouse, the divorced spouse. Well, that seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. Yeah. But then where do they go? But you didn't know my client. Oh. (laughs) So my client was the woman, um, and she had me prepare an estate planning document for her, and she put language in her trust document that said, I leave my parrot to my former husband as long as he's not living with the whore that he left me for. Oh, no. (laughs) This is true language. This is a true story. I said, you can't do this. I said, you can't. She says, no, I want that language in my document. I said, 
But you know what? If you're even if you're deceased and you have that in your trust, or your if it's a will, it's offered for probate. That's slander. That's libel and slander oh, by will, my. by written document. I said your estate can now be sued. I don't care. I want that in my trust. <laughs> so we we put it in her trust. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. So, but anyway, um, no parrots can live to be about eighty years. Yeah, they definitely going to outlive us. Some of us. So think about that when Speaking, you get a parrot. Well, you know, I had a little uh, young lady in my neighborhood when I first moved in, and she used to love to come over and hang out with me. And she said to me one day, Cheryl, did you know that I read that people who have animals live longer? And I said, that's true, sweetheart. I and believe she that. looked at me and said, you're going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know about that. But... Taking care of animals is important. So yes. um, this shelter program, what was it called again? Clear the Shelters. Clear mm-hmm. the Shelters. So that did result in some good work in getting uh, rid yes. of a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Now, you were a foster parent to this little dog? I was foster to little Miss Kiki, and um, the young lady, Shay, in our office literally fell in love with her by video. She saw a video okay. of her, and she. we were having a discussion last night. She said, I knew the moment I saw her, she was going to be mine. So she's now been adopted. Mm-hmm. She's got a permanent home. She has a forever home. Okay, a fur forever. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Little pun there, Cheryl. That's, that's very good. I like that. I like puns and jokes. <sighs> so um, I don't know whether you know it or not, but in my household, I have three cats. And two of the cats are shelter cats. And we got them from a foster place that had raised them. They were brother and sister. Uh, They don't look alike. Uh, There's a male and a female. But they're wonderful animals. Mm -hmm. And, of course, in our office, we also have two rescue dogs. We do. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll be interesting uh, if those big dogs get together with a little dog to see how they interact on it. So to all you Sunday listeners, Kiki made her debut at the office today. Just recently. Well, it wasn't today, but it was recently. Oh, yes, recently. And, and she <laughs> um, she made a huge bang. Um, it was wonderful. But Kiki has a, a little issue um, with men. Yeah. So it takes her a little time to warm up to men. And, uh, and Ray had a little incident with little Miss Kiki. Well, all I did is I held my hand down for her to sniff because you want to be very careful when you first meet a dog, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to reach out and pet them right away. So I held my hand out, and she immediately just chomped onto my hand. <laughs> I thought I was going to pick my hand up, and she'd be hanging from it. I mean, it was a hard, it was uh, a hard bite. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't make a cut, fortunately. No, but needless to say, she warmed up. I think she was very excited. And, and the beauty was I, I was blessed and honored. Uh, to be able to foster her and get her to this point because she was, you know, a very frightened, frightened little little baby. Um, and um, to have her adopted and have her now incorporated into the Lance family. I know someone had said to me, how do you do that and let them go? Mm-hmm. And I said, because my job is to be the bridge so to get them where they need to if be. If somebody wants to foster an animal like that, um, mm-hmm. They could do that. How how would they go about doing that? You can contact. There are so many uh, shelters, um, rescues, uh, groups of people who foster. 
um, reach out, and we're going to name some of those today, are we not? Okay, but somebody could also call you. You can call me. And mm-hmm. so why don't you give a number that they could reach you? So we, and you could direct them to an agency. Mm-hmm. We actually, um, uh, so we're affiliated with several of all the rescues. Hearts for Paws is one of those. Um, and we are always seeking foster parents. If you have an affinity for older cats or older dogs, you can reach out to us and foster them till they get to where they need to be. Some people just like to foster kittens because they're easy to, you know, let go and, and move on to their foster. And then there's also a thing called foster fails. Ray, do you know what that might be? Foster what? A foster fail. Fail, F-A-I-L? Yes. No, I never heard of that. Well, it's a foster failure. It's when the foster parent falls in love with their foster um, and ends up being the adopter, I which see. is A-OK because that's how I got my hero. Okay. Yeah. What, what is your hero? My hero is a... <laughs> golden retriever greyhound that uh, my daughter convinced me to foster and two weeks later I said well yeah he's not going anywhere <laughs> mm. I became his real mom you know you you keep putting up these little questions and I'm not sure that sometimes I should ask you the question without knowing what the answer <laughs> is because sometimes I never know what might come out of your mouth well going back to Kiki this little four pound uh, fuzzball that took a bite out of my hand <laughs> recently <laughs> I, I have to say that when it first happened, the first thought to my mind was, she's about the size of a football. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I could do with her. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but since then, she's become friendly. She actually she warmed up. rolled upside down and let me scratch her belly. So yes, I guess I'm did. on the good side right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're talking about a couple of things today. We are going to come back and talk about some discounts mm-hmm. for vehicles, believe it or not. But we want to also share this important information about pets and using pet trusts and you know it really is important um, mm-hmm. uh, Benjamin Disraeli once said a uh, former I forget what his title was president or prime minister of Israel mm, prime minister, prime minister I, I think never apologize for showing feeling when you do so you apologize for the truth and that could be said something about how we take care of our animals and think about our animals, isn't it? Absolutely. Because you that can really was very well said. Yeah, you know, I'm impressed. That was a good quotation. Um, <laughs> people who are good to animals and kind to animals it really says something important about their personality, doesn't their it? Character. Their character. Exactly. Their character. Yep, it's an even better word. Yep, and um, you can tell a lot about a person by how they react to animals and how they care about animals. Oh, and how the animal reacts to them. Yep, but Ray, we won't important. say too much about why Kiki bit you. <laughs> no, just well, she I was, was afraid. I was it, a lot larger than her. Exactly. And it mm-hmm. took her a while to meet new friends. Well, yeah, because I think she was quite isolated. Yeah. Well, let's come and talk a little bit more about some of the discounts that we're entitled to. Because yes. Uh, saving money is a very, very, very important thing. You can buy more dog food. I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't thought of that. Well, let me ask you a question about taking care of dogs and taking care of animals. And um, we are talking with uh, Cheryl Marciano. Cheryl runs Lance Family Insurance Agency along with uh, Peter Lance. Should dogs in vehicles be in restraints or seatbelts of some kind? Well, that is a very good question, and I personally believe they should. 
Now, I actually have been doing a little research. I think in some states now, I think it's actually illegal to allow your dog to be like unrestrained in the back of a truck. Oh, you mean on the outside of a truck? On the outside oh, of a vehicle. I, I actually believe yeah. that the, those laws have been passed in yeah. different states. Um, the beauty is um, there's so many uh, products out there for you to be able to tether your dog in a vehicle. Um, and just, I mean, it's kind of common sense. You treat your dog like it's your child. And, um, you know, you kind of really, they should be in the back seat. They should have a seat belt, and now they make all these great little gadgets where the leash or the harness attaches, just like a baby's car seat does, to to your restraining in I the back seat. It could save you, his life. I suppose you could also use one of those little cages if you had a smaller dog. Smaller dogs, yes, yes. You can use carriers. Carriers or would, carriers, yes. Maybe mm-hmm. is the better but word. again, you would put the seat belt around the carrier, not yep. loosely. In right. the in the back seat, yeah. But I I have personally seen uh, dogs in the back of pickup trucks before, and I think that's a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's 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 kind of scary, you know, mm. and it's scary for them um, as well. So I I'm not sure about the state of Mass, but I know it has been passed in in several states. So but sh- they can be if they're tethered. Okay. If so they're tethered. If they're tied down. I believe. Well, it's um just like a seatbelt. It's a harness. Well, we'll have to. Oh, okay. If it's and got it a harness attack, on. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll have to check that out. So, Cheryl, are you somebody that we would consider to be an animal rights activist? Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you belong to any other organizations where that's sort of something more official that you do? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, well, I belong to Hearts for Paws. Okay. But, you know, we'd like to say in the animal rescue community that everybody works together, mm-hmm. you know. But what you do uh, do is you have a great familiarity with all the various animal rescue organizations and shelters and, and, and so forth. And we have some wonderful local organizations. Um, I wonder why so many of the rescue dogs in particular come from the south, like Tennessee and Kentucky. You know, I... I I think it's very different down there. Um, I'm not really sure. I know a lot of it had to do with the bad weather, you know, with uh, people um, losing homes. Like with the hurricanes I. and Yeah, things. hurricanes and floods, which we'll get into at another date. But um, And so I'm not really sure why it's, it, it is that way. Maybe they just don't take care of them enough. Uh, maybe it's just they don't have enough shelters, like the physical shelters. Okay, New no, England a, has a, a lot of physical shelters. Okay, because mm-hmm. uh, both of Peter's dogs came from the South. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was either Kentucky or mm-hmm. Tennessee, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's let's uh, digress for a little bit from talking about animals. Mm-hmm. Let's go and, to the discounts. Um, we'll talk about some other things and talk about discounts and some other interesting things. And um, so let's talk about some of the kinds of discounts somebody's entitled to. Let's say you're looking for a car insurance quotation, mm-hmm. first of all. Um, if you have more than one vehicle mm-hmm. and they're both insured the same place, is that something that gives you like a multiple car, car discount? discount. Mm-hmm. You know, many times people will call into an insurance agent agency or, or they'll go online and they just say, oh, I just want to quote, I only want to ballpark um, uh, how much this, this kind of vehicle is going to cost me. And um, what they don't understand, again, Base rate surcharges and discounts equals premiums. So even though sometimes people are like, I don't have time, 
the importance of asking specific questions when you call mm-hmm. and shop around right. is the reason why the agent or the person on the other line is asking you those things because they're trying to get you the discounts. You know, when they ask you your birth date, it, it, it's not personal. There's a discount for being 65 and older. Okay. Finally. <laughs> so well. there's a discount for a child away at school. There is a discount for AAA or also... Um, where is your homeowner's policy? May we like maybe bundle it for you? So what I want to do, um, we're going to take a short break here ourselves. And when we come back, I want to talk about, does it make a difference about how often you pay the premium? If you paid quarterly, monthly, or if you paid in full, does it make a difference in terms of the total number of miles that you drive? Uh, a lot of things of that nature. So when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about specifically some more things about discounts that you might want to know. And if you're not getting this information from your present agent, you got to come see Cheryl and get the information from her. So stay tuned. We'll be right back and tell you more ideas about how to save money with your car. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about discounts in dogs and their ideas that uh, you should think about that will help you Save more money on your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance. Our special guest this morning is Cheryl Marciano from Lance Family Insurance Agency. We started talking about a few discounts before the break. We're going to talk about a few more now. The important thing I think that everybody listening should remember is is very simple. If you're not sure about whether you're getting all the discounts that you might be entitled to, give Cheryl a call, and I'll give you one number. You can call... uh, 508-998-8858 and just ask for Cheryl or ask for the chicken lady. (laughs) Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) That was the cackle. That was the chicken lady. (laughs) Well, welcome back, Cheryl. So, but if you you don't think that you're getting discounts that you deserve or you're not sure, Mm -hmm. get a second opinion. It doesn't cost any money to bring in your paperwork and get a quotation. Free. Free. There's the second thing today that's free. But the other thing that's important is that I know that in almost all the cases that she has quoted, she's been able to save money for people. Mm-hmm. And it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars sometimes. And some, yes. Mm-hmm. And some have been as much as $1,500 when you're looking at multiple policies. Insured, multiple yep. policies. So that's, uh, that's some serious money. So multiple insurance discounts if you had two cars and a house and you put them all together, mm-hmm. uh, there's discounts there. Now, how about payments? How about if you, do you, can you get discounts if you pay the whole premium like a year in advance? Yes, there are some great pay in full discounts and some of them are hefty because um, the insurance companies um, love when you pay in full, mm-hmm. number one. Um, and, and so you get a pay in full discount and a good payer discount Okay, because you did all that. You also can pay in full online, and then you get even more. So it's so like an online, online payments discount? If you go paperless. Okay. So there's a paperless discount. Almost almost every insurance company offers that. Um, and then the pay in full discount. Um, so the, and how you pay, too, because mm-hmm. if you pay with a credit card versus a checking. So the important thing that you really need to ask yourself is, is somebody from my agency talking to me about discounts. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, get an additional quotation at least. Mm-hmm. 
about mileage? How about annual mileage? Does it make a difference how many miles you drive Absolutely. in a car? Absolutely. Low mileage discounts. All right. Mm-hmm. And what would that be typically? 5,000 miles, 10,000 miles? Every company is a little different. They have a okay. threshold. So what happens with low mileage discount is um, uh, every year, your insurance company, you go and you have an inspection. Well, at the inspection, they do your mileage. So that gets pulled from the RMV. Mm-hmm. So they actually know. So every year, if you are checking that, make sure you receive that low mileage discount. Because if for some reason it's not there, you just give your agent a call and say, okay, it didn't get on there this year. But basically you have the proof from inspection to inspection um, and then your current mileage on whether you're getting low mileage. Okay. So mm-hmm. all this makes a difference in money. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder how many people listening would go to a grocery store and they'll bring coupons with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I go shopping at BJ's for office supplies sometimes, and I always bring the catalog and I tear out the coupons, and I'll save 25 or $30 every single time I go. Mm-hmm. That money adds up. So you can yes. do the same thing with your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance. Mm-hmm. And if you're missing out on multiple discounts, um, like bundling over 65, good driver, low mileage, and say one more discount that you didn't know that you were eligible for, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What if somebody has like a hobby car? Um, like uh, sometimes in the summer, for example, you'll see a lot of fancy old antique convertibles mm-hmm. and you know that these are not daily drivers and they're not in the wintertime, they're garage someplace. Can you insure a car like just say from June to September, and then take it off the road again? There are several different ways to do that, but there's also something called an antique auto policy. And those are, um, because it's low mileage, because it's garage, because it's a specialty car, um, those are very inexpensive. Okay. Very inexpensive to carry. They're about two to three hundred, and basically what they do is they give you their stipulations. You know, it's only driven X amount of months a year. They want photos of the car. They want photos of the place where it's garaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you follow through with all that, um, they're very inexpensive, okay. the antique auto cars. That's good to know. How mm-hmm. about if you're an antique person? <laughs> you get that 65 and over. So you might get a 65 <laughs> and older discount. Okay, good. All right. Well, I probably qualify for an antique person. Uh, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't say that. Don't be so agreeable. <laughs> you can. But I know your birthday. Okay. <laughs> now, how about if I said I was a good student? You mentioned earlier that there might be good student discounts. Yeah. That's really interesting. I found that to be kind of amazing. Yeah, many, some companies don't, but many companies do. Um, and it's a wonderful little perk because we all know a new driver, a young driver, um, we've had that discussion before, their risks are higher. Oh, sure. So their premiums are higher. So that good student is excellent and, diff- and all you have to do is provide a copy of their grades. And I wonder why that is. I guess maybe because it shows that the student is more responsible in exactly. studying and therefore they're likely to be more responsible so in it's driving. A, it's, a, it's a small, dis- a small it's, a, it's a good discount, but it's a small reward for doing well in school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, this one is on your list and it puzzled me a little bit. What's accident forgiveness discount mean? Oh, accident free. I might have written it wrong, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically you get rewarded for being a good driver. Mm -hmm. If you've never had an accident or if you haven't had an accident three years, five years, six years. Okay. Yeah. um, Many companies offer those kind of discounts. You know, and and, and again, I I know this is a little repetitive and I apologize, but 
I, I wonder how many people have thought about all of these things and talked to their agent about it. Mm, I, like I said, when people call in and I start asking questions, they usually say to me, I, I just got a quote somewhere else and they didn't have to ask me this. And I say, well, if I'm going to give you a quote, I want to give you the best quote I can possibly give you. And knowing all of this helps me to give you those discounts. So do you ever sit down with somebody and they say, what discounts do you think I'm entitled to get? Does anybody ever raise that question about discounts? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Or, okay. or Cheryl, can you review my policy and tell me if I'm getting, usually it's worded that way. Can you review it? Tell me I'm getting all the discounts. All right. And then I have a little form where I ask them particular questions and that helps me go in and dig out those discounts that are in there. What's a loyalty discount? So the loyalty discount is um, basically years you have with a customer. Um, okay. um, a lot of uh, larger companies offer that. Um, loyalty discounts also are kind of, um, uh, that's kind of involved in that bundling. You have all of your policies with us mm -hmm. um, kind of discount. So that's kind of in there too. Um, and so basically it's uh, years of continuous insurance, if you will. Okay. Mm -hmm. So give Cheryl a call. You can also reach her through USA Wealth Group at 508-998-8858 and tell her you'd like to have your policy reviewed. Mm -hmm. How long does it take in general? Does it take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour? How long does it take to review a policy? Um, for me? Um, well, you like to I, talk. I do. <laughs> I, uh, about an hour. Okay. About an hour. I like to, I fill out the forms, I review it. Um, and then the thing is, then you go in and you go into other companies and create the quotes. And actually, now that you have that information, you pull it up. And do you do this like live on the computer while the person's in front of you? Usually, I prefer that people give me a call. I ask them the questions. Mm -hmm. um, get me a copy of their policies okay. because then I can quote with several companies. Okay. So I can say to them, here's this company's quote. This, comp this one doesn't give the 65, but it gives this. So, you know, and I like to give them those options. Okay. And mm -hmm. driver's training, I certainly understand. I've got a grandson who's mm -hmm. going through driver's training mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. uh, which is important. And um, I guess that would give a discount for his parents because he'll be driving their vehicle at some point in time. Yeah. Well, number one thing um, for young people is they get a huge discount um, for having driver's education, driver's education classes is one of those things that is worth paying the money for. Okay. That's because good it to know. saves you for six years. Oh. Okay. So, young people who never took driver's education for whatever reason, whether it be financial or not, end up paying on the flip side with higher premiums. Mm. So in other words, if you take the driver's training, even though you have to spend some money to do that, correct, it gonna, is worth the benefit the in the long run. Good. Yes. All right, that's important to know. I mean, I, I knew that you'd save some money, but I didn't realize that there was a possibility mm -hmm. of doing that for like a six-year mm -hmm. period. There's also a course out there that's offered periodically by different insurance companies, and that's called the De Defensive Driver Course. And anyone, any age, can actually take that course. Where do you take it? Um, it's offered, you'd have to call your, your agent. Um, it's usually offered, like, I, I think, like, um, I don't want to say, no. Uh, so you call your insurance company and find out where they offer it. Um, I can also call and see if there are any being offered locally. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. 
I'm not quite sure if it's usually offered through the Registry of Motor Vehicles, but it is something that is out there. Well, I have to give you a personal opinion, and I think that Massachusetts drivers are some of the worst that I've ever seen. Mm, well, um, yeah. no, nobody, <laughs> nobody signals anymore. Mm. Uh, nobody stops completely at a stop sign. So I did something the other day. I probably shouldn't have done it. but Oh, here we go. Um, I was driving behind a guy. Um, he went through three stop signs in a row. Oh. Um, I mean, he just, you know, barely made the effort to slow down just a little bit, never came to a stop anywhere near it, and then just kept going. Um, and we happened to be following the same route, so there were two right-hand turns, did not signal, and these are 90-degree uh, right-hand right. turns. yeah. No signals. And it happened that we were both ending up at uh, a Cumberland Farms. Oh, boy, Ray. <laughs> he, pulled, he pulled up to the tank, and I pulled up to go get some papers inside. And um, I... Probably shouldn't have done it, but I walked over and I said, as politely as I could, I said, excuse me, sir. I said, I just had the pleasure of uh, following <laughs> behind you for the last few miles, and uh, you went through three stop signs, and you didn't signal on two direct turns that you made. So I just thought you'd like to know that. And he just looked at me perplexed, and he sort of threw his hands up in the air. Yeah. But we need driver's education yes. for people who have licenses. They should have to go out and be tested, learn the rules, the rules yeah. all over again. We have terrible drivers in this state. Mm-hmm. But please signal. Please yes. stop at stop signs. Doesn't, oh. doesn't take any effort to put a signal on. I, I can't even tell you what happened to me the other day. It was, I, I thought it was absolutely outrageous. So you know how you're, um, we're all in a line. Uh, okay, so it's in a dissection. And there's a store, and it was at the bottom of Glen Chally Road. So there's a set of lights. Traffic coming you know east to west and then we're going this way so i'm here at the light and there's people calmly waiting at their light and this person pulled out of the cumberlands onto the sidewalk in the dirt oh my gosh. instead of merging into the traffic and cut everyone off and then took an illegal left-hand turn with oncoming traffic wow I could, I could, I said, oh, oh my goodness. So obviously their day was more important to them. They were in a rush. Oh, That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Um, we have a phrase that we use sometimes in an organization I belong to. He must have been a very impotent person. <laughs> yeah. But uh, gosh, give some thought about what you're doing. Um, so many discounts. All you need to do is ask, free review, um, you know, uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And in today's day and age, you know, I'm just of the mind that every penny counts. Like for, for you, Ray, I don't know, maybe you would go on a vacation with your discount money. I would just get more chicken food. <laughs> Probably you'd have to get more chicken food. Yes. So we've covered a lot of the discounts today, and uh, we won't talk about more of those right now. Um, except one more, uh, passive restraint. What does passive restraint mean? Uh, so passive restraint is usually applies to older vehicles. Okay. Um, so um, you do get discounts for certain things on your car, like new gadgets, new um, uh, specialty brakes, all that kind of stuff. Airbags. Airbags, yes. But remember, too, um, you know, like the alarm systems mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, sometimes you, you can get carried away. 
um, and I read an article about this. So you will spend like $3,000 on, on a, a new alarm system or, or what have you for your car, and then your discount will only be 5% of the total. So you need, you know, if you're going to get it anyways, you know, call your agent and say, hey, I got this. Do okay. I get a discount for it? But don't think you're going to get like this uh, total reimbursement for the $3,000 investment or right. 1000 Yeah. And by the way, Cheryl can also give you information um, if you want on um, what to do if you ever should be in an accident. Mm -hmm. Things like calling the police and taking pictures and mm -hmm. trying to get somebody's witness name right away. If, if there's a car nearby and they're about to just take off, grab a photo if you can. Mm -hmm. Name uh, and phone number two witnesses are very important. important. Later. So there's a whole process to go through if that should ever occur. But mostly, uh, we'd like to see you start out with uh, the proper kind of insurance. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you a question about homeowners insurance as it relates to dogs, because we're talking about dogs and cats and planes and trains and automobiles. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, if somebody has a dog in the house, mm -hmm. do they need to have special rider or mention on their homeowners insurance policy? Um, I wonder. Well, you know, always um, that is one of my questions on a questionnaire. Mm -hmm. um, so almost everybody has cats and dogs, um, but with homeowners insurance, exotic animals are excluded. So like, you really what's can't an exotic lie. Animal, like a snake? You know, um, say snakes, bats, uh, lions, tigers, and bears. You know, ironically enough, because um, they will do an inspection, and sooner or later they will find out that you have. So you know, just be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it, and it's sad in this day and age, but. Um, it is true. Insurance companies have the right to exclude certain breeds of animals, okay. lions, tigers, and bears, and certain breeds of dogs. Um, that right. is also in the courts of whether that they should, they couldn't, they whatever. Okay. Um, so, but now you can get insurance but, but, for that specific but at least disclose, reason. At least disclose Dis what it is. Full disclosure, yes. Otherwise, you could have problems later making a claim or collecting. And, and the other thing is um, also, and especially very important in the state of Massachusetts, is um, I believe it's three or more of the same breed, you then have to apply for a kennel license. Oh. And your dogs actually can be taken away if you do not apply. It's mm. not considered... Uh, pets when you have more than three of the same breed. I believe it's okay. three or four. Um, so we won't go into a lot of that mm -hmm. right now. It nope. would be interesting to know if that's a state statute or I guess every single it town and city town. Have, have the right to regulate right. that as well. Yeah. And I suppose if you're in a city, they may regulate whether you can have chickens or not or farming. Oh, animals. yes, they do. We um, in Wareham, we had to register our little chickadees. It was free, but we just had to we had to register them. Mm. Yeah, you know, made it make it known that we have them. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have to have chicken prints or anything. No, no, no. mine are color coded, but no, no, they didn't. How they haven't you, committed a crime yet. How do you color code a chicken? Um, they're little bracelets. Oh, you know, the little bird, little bird bracelets. Yeah, they're they, all different they let colors. You, they let you put them on. Uh it was a, it was a, it was an experience, mm. <laughs> and I won't say I did it. My daughter did it. <laughs> So it was a real chicken fight. It was. It was. It, yeah, they squawked up, Tad. Mm. Hmm. But they well, all have colors now. Okay, different colors. Well, mm -hmm. um, just in and, case we lose them. Yeah. Um, so you do a lot in the area of helping to rescue animals and yes. rescue dogs. Mm -hmm. And during the break, we were talking a little bit about the fact that sometimes there are people who are irresponsible and they don't know what to do, mm -hmm. and they 
feel like they can't take care of their dog anymore and they just dump the dog on the town common. And I guess in some yep. cities and towns around here, that becomes a real problem. Then the it, dog yeah. becomes homeless. They become abandoned, correct. Yep. And, you know, I suppose uh, even dogs have feelings and concerns and get hurt. I mean, they certainly bond with men and women and mm-hmm. people. And um, So uh, if, if somebody feels like they really just can't take care of an animal any longer, mm-hmm. what's the responsible thing to do? What should they do with that animal? It's so simple. Just call a local shelter. Call a local shelter, any shelter. I mean, um, we're going to highlight some of the ones that are, that are, are local. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people lose their apartments and they can't find an apartment that will accept their pet. And, and you know, um, it's horrible. Uh, um, some people say, well, they should look harder. Well, you know what? You know, housing is is diminished. So sure. finding someone that says, oh, yeah, well, you know, we have a four bedroom, but you can't bring your dog. I mean, that is the landlord's prerogative. So sometimes it is of the, no fault of their own, both the owner. Sometimes someone will get a puppy. Okay. And then it ends up being this exorbitant, huge breed. And they, you know, because puppies, sometimes you can't tell how big they're going to be. You know, people can't beat themselves up. But do the best thing for the dog. So Never but, give the dog away free to someone. Okay. Um, I want to come back to that in a minute. At a minimum, somebody could call... Um, the local animal control officer and mm-hmm. say, I can't take care of my dog anymore. Can I bring right. the dog and turn it in? And then the mm-hmm. animal control will hopefully find a shelter or a place to bring mm-hmm. the animals. Or, call, or even call the uh, shelter directly. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, there's so uh, many volunteers at shelters that do pick up and drop offs. And, you know, uh, we had an instance where a young lady was homeless for a short period of time. So we fostered and she got her animal back when oh, she nice. finally got a place. But you mentioned something earlier. I'm not going to mention the the name of the online site, but some people think they're doing a smart thing and saying, I have a dog that I can't keep any longer, and it's it's free to a good home. Mm-hmm. And then yes. somebody picks it up. Mm-hmm. But then some of those dogs end up in really bad places, don't they? Correct, correct. Like, like they're, they're, they're most, um, the police are aware of it. Many, many organizations are aware of it. You know, they end up being abused, or they end up in illegal dog fighting or any any other horrific situation yep. because basically the person who shows up at your door got paid to show up at your door and they are not going to be the owner of that animal. Mm-hmm. So please, 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 when posting animals on Facebook, know that there are predators out there um, and know who you're, you're giving your dog to or contact your local shelter or fosters. Yep. There are people out there who engage in animal fighting and it's illegal, but it still occurs. Mm-hmm. and you wouldn't want your pet to be a victim. Right, correct. So that kind of a setting. So do the responsible thing. Start with your animal control officer or contact one of the shelters. Why don't you tell us about some of the other shelters where somebody could get some information? Yeah, sharing. so we're going to just talk about our area. And uh, locally, um, you have the Humane Society and Shelter, South Coast, that's in Dartmouth, uh, Lighthouse Animal Shelter out there in New Bedford, um, Care, South Coast, Inc., that's in Akushnet. You have Forever Paws Animal Shelter in Fall River. Uh, Faxon Animal Rescue League in Fall River. Odie's Place Animal Rescue. Um, it's all about animals in Rochester. We have Lakeville Animal Shelter. New England Brittany, Brittany Rescue. Taunton Animal Care. Bristol Animal Shelter. Hearts for Paws. 
Um, and those are just to name a few. So there are lots and lots of good lots choices. Lots of good choices. Now, you can't remember all of this, obviously, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, feel free to give Cheryl Marciano a call mm-hmm. at 508-998-8858. Mm-hmm. And she can tell you the names of some of these places if you wish. And Absolutely. many of those facilities will also have animals available for adoption. Correct. And, and remember, 90% of them, or probably all of them actually, are nonprofit. So okay. remember to support your local shelter. Can I give a plug for Hearts for Paws, by sure. the way? Go ahead. So Hearts for Paws is a foster networking situation of which I am part of. But um, we are a nonprofit, but we hold a Christmas craft fair uh, in November. So I'd like to give that a little plug right now. Okay. Uh, November 23rd at Buzzards Bay Eagles, uh, sponsored by the Ladies Auxiliary. Um, we've done it. This is uh, our fourth, maybe fifth year. All the money goes to the animals. We need crafters. We need people to come and enjoy themselves. So any information regarding the Christmas craft fair for Hearts for Paws, 508-685-2934. Held on November 23rd. Thank you very much. And (laughs) Cheryl, thank you for being with us uh, today. Uh, We've talked a lot, ladies and gentlemen, about animals and um, how to take care of them a little bit better, perhaps. And then We've also talked about the importance of discounts when you're shopping for car insurance and homeowner's insurance. Check it out. Save yourself some money. Most of all, thank you so much for listening to MoneyWise and being faithful listeners. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you on the radio again next week.